Robins on the Wire, a Bristol Post podcast with Michelle Owen and Bristol City reporter Gregor McGregor. Welcome along to Robins on the Wire with myself, Michelle Owen and Gregor McGregor. What a week it has been since we last sat down with you. There are six new Bristol City players, so you know exactly what this episode of the podcast is all about. And at the end, we'll be talking about the community game this weekend as well. But first of all, let's start with a man that was sat on the roof. What a reveal video from Bristol City. You and I, you know, we know the media department and we know that there were changes last summer and, uh, you know, the gifts and everything like that. Before there were changes, we thought that they were on top of their game. But you've got to say, kudos to Dave, Ed and James for making this video. Thomas Callis health and safety risk, sat on the roof and he was revealed at 8 o'clock the other evening. What, what were your thoughts when you saw the video? Yeah, great video, top signing. Only just sort of really recovered from the last six days and, and so seven days and six signings and, yeah, what a period it's been, hasn't it, the last week and, yeah, brilliant signing. Fair play to the club, they've done, they've done really well there. Obviously, worked very hard to bring him in, and we understand there was a lot of competition for Thomas Callas because he's a quality player. There always is going to be, as we understand it. Understand it. Uh, Celtic were in for him, and there were several European clubs. We've been told as well, so um, sort of Europa League level clubs. So um, I think Feyenoord might have been one. So yeah, great signing for Bristol City, along with Jada Silva and. It's important because that kind of completes the defence for me for, yeah. for basically bring these guys back and they've, they've, they've got what was the fifth best defence last season and they've now got that really in place for next season as well. OK, they've lost Lloyd Kelly, but they've gained Dan Bentley, which we'll come on to. Yeah, we'll come on to that in a minute. I just want to talk about Callis a little bit more. Uh, reported fee of eight £8.1 million, pounds, club record fee. It's as risk-free as you can get, though, isn't it? Because they know what they're getting. So is it worth every penny, in your opinion? Yes, I think sometimes in football you have to spend a bit of money. Um, You need to, what is it, Um, speculate Speculate to... to accumulate. That's the the phrase, speculate to accumulate. I think that's what they've done here. And, yeah, you're absolutely right. They know what they're getting. He's 26 years years old, international centre-back. He's going to get better over the next few years. Bristol City are now probably going to see his best years. He's been promoted twice already. Obviously, helps Bristol City improve massively defensively last season. And I, I think with the way the championship is shaping up, I think there is, again, a real chance for Bristol City to bust into that top six next mm, season, especially, especially when you see the upheaval at the moment at Derby County. And we expect a bit of upheaval as well at Middlesbrough. Obviously, Jonathan Woodgate taking over there, but they might well lose a few players to um, comply with financial fair play. And, yeah, there's a chance here for Bristol City, and we think they're well-placed to go for it. Yeah, I've been working on my column today, and I've said as much, because defensively, would you say three of the back four are three of the best defenders in the league? And then you've got Jack Hunt, who is also brilliant as well. Yeah, I I think they've definitely got the best centre-back partnership. I agree with older Ollie McBurney, who, who basically said, he stated that Webby and and Cass were the, the two best central defenders he'd come up against last season. And I'd agree with that. And I thought, for me, Nicky Mainpar was, was superb last season and a big part of the mm-hmm. defensive improvement. Yes, I really like Jay De Silva. I'm not sure. Do you he... not think he's the best, one of the best left backs in the league? One of, one of. I'm not. I don't think he's the the best. I still got, think he's got a bit of work to do defensively. But he's he's filling Joe Bryan's boots. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And he's a really, again, another really sound investment. Great signing for Bristol City, and um, 
again, they're going to see the best years of him and he's and in England, England under 21, is he? Yeah, to two, around £2 million, the fee for Jada Silva. That looks like a steal to me from Chelsea in today's market. It does. One little thing on that that we're hearing, and this is only a rumour at this stage, is that there might be some kind of buyback clause for Chelsea. Oh, uh, really? Um, but we, that is just a rumour and something we're going to be looking into in the future. Okay, we'll keep an eye on that. Yeah, just going to flag that one up. But even if that is there, it doesn't matter because um, it's a great signing. It might That might not be the case. And, yeah, as I say, they've pieced together uh, this defence that did so well last season. So I think, really, they're kind of set up defensively now. Obviously, got the strength in depth at... Uh, goalkeeper Tommy Rowe has come in, which we're going to talk about, and he's going to be able to cover at left back. Um, we just on on while we're talking left backs, I don't think this one's been announced yet, but we understand that Cam Pring, who, who was was tipped maybe to challenge for the first team this year, he's he's going to go out on loan. Understand they've got a a League Two loaned up loan um, loan sorted out for him, so that's going to happen in the next few days. And um, so, yeah, it'll be Rowe and De Silva competing for left-back position there. Tommy um, Rowe at 30, coming from Doncaster. He's not quite the same quantity, though, as Jay De Silva, or is he? Well... Have I missed something here? Because at 30, getting a move to the Championship is... Probably not, creepy. probably not. But I think you need these kind of signings, you know, where it's a bit... Yeah, exactly. He's, he's the Doncaster Rovers... He was the Doncaster Rovers skipper. He, yeah, he's experienced... He can play in several different positions. And yeah, for the most part, Jay De Silva's going to play left-back. But if he's out for any time, then obviously Roe will get a go there, maybe even someone else. So, yeah, it's about the squad at times. And, and yeah, a bit more experience and leadership in the in the changing room probably w- wouldn't go amiss. We'll talk about Sammy Smoddox and his announcement shortly. But let's talk about the goalkeeper situation. Two goalkeepers to sign. Within a week, Ronnie Gilmartin and uh, Daniel Bentley, really, they're two very different signings, aren't they? Yeah, it looks like Ronnie Gilmartin's maybe, you know, he's 32, he's coming from Colchester United, very much a backup option, maybe more for the coaching and sort of getting involved with that from what we're hearing. Whereas Daniel Bentley from Brentford, 25 years old, big signing that. Is Max O'Leary looking at that and thinking, oh, OK, is there not a place for me here? I think Max is almost certainly going to go on loan now, isn't he? Yeah, four goalkeepers is one too many for me. You've got... Rene Gilmartin coming in, who's going to be that like third choice most likely. And uh, again, another experienced guy in there. He's a guy, by the way, who's played for Gary Johnson, I believe, earlier in his career, as has Tommy Rowe. Both. Played so, for both. Yeah, Brilliant. Exactly. Obviously, must have uh, impressed Gary. Yeah, enough, yeah. That, that they've moved on to Lee. But yeah, Rennie's he's already said, I think, um, in the club interview that, that he's going to be doing some coaching as well. I think he's mentioned about actually working with the Bristol City women's team even as well, um, coaching coaching the goalkeepers there. So, yeah, I, again, I, I think this is quite a shrewd little pickup, you know, for Bristol City. I don't expect him to play too too much, if I'm honest. He's third choice. Dan Bentley, yeah, he's going to be the one that's going to duke it out with uh, Nicky Mainpart. And a lot of people assuming probably that Bentley is going to be first choice. Not for me. I think it's Nicky Mainpass to, to to lose and Dan Bentley's got his, his work cut out. We will see. It's an interesting goalkeeper situation. We're just sort of waiting to see what happens with Max O'Leary now. But like Royal says, suspect he's going out on loan. Just, sorry, just before we move on, I don't know anything on this one, but this is a calculated guess. Mm. Uh, we understood that Shro- uh, Shrewsbury... Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury Town. I, I, I'm from before. there, so I can say Shrewsbury. <laughs> Shrewsbury Town were in for him. Well, I was born there. In January. Okay. Well, Sam, we didn't go. 
I think I think there was injuries at the time. Which, yeah, but which... we would have been left with Marinovic. Yes, good point, good point. Um, we know how that worked out. <laughs> and, yeah, Sam Ricketts has a relationship with Bristol City because he took Freddie Hines on loan oh, yeah. when he was at Wrexham. Yeah. And... I'm told that Shrewsbury need a goalkeeper, so I really wouldn't be surprised if he ended up going there on League One. But that, I don't know anything about that one. That's just just my guess. But isn't Max Tony good enough? Is he not good enough to be playing in the Championship? Yes, he is. We've seen it. I, don't, I just this is what I don't quite understand. That they know things we don't. They see things week in week out that we do not. But speaking from an outsider's perspective, having watched Max O'Leary play, I remember that Brentford game, that autumn balmy Saturday afternoon. You and I were there. And Max O'Leary stepped up. Brilliant, yeah. And time and time again when he was asked to, he did step up. Yeah, okay, he, he made a couple of mistakes maybe, but nothing terrible. I remember the that Pat Murphy um, tweet about him after the Villa game when he made, what, 10, 11 saves what? most, most that weekend. Yeah, man of the match. And he was outstanding. And obviously, City still lost that day. Yes, for me, he's shown he can play championship level. However, I would say from watching him week in, week out, I would say for me, there's maybe... Uh, sort of two or three games good and maybe one where you just have a couple of question marks. Bit flappy? Yeah, yeah, maybe. There's just just a few little bits on his game to work on and I'm sure that's how Lee sees it. Mm. And I, I don't think it's, it's going to harm him to go out and play regularly, mm. uh, be playing every week if, that, if that's what they can arrange. Um, and yeah, he's going to develop quicker that way and, and be better for the long term. So yeah, I do think this is a good move actually for Bristol City and there's no harm in being patient. I... I and in fact, before he goes on loan, I would probably expect them to announce a new contract for him as well. That would all make sense when yeah, he yeah. signs a new deal, goes out on loan somewhere, plays like regular Zach, first like team football. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Comes back in a year, all the better for it. And I think that'll be great work for uh, for um, City. And yeah, it's interesting as well that he's just been called up for Ireland. And um, yeah, um, and, and whether he whether he's going to become an international goalkeeper in mm. the future for Ireland or or anyone else. Well, yeah, it seems that people can choose to switch nations nowadays, so watch that space. Uh, not saying that he will, just saying the likes of Declan Rice, etc. Sa- Sammy Smodics, um, I met him last week uh, for Sky Sports. Really impressive young man, 23, speaks really, really well. Um, was happy to sort of speak about his girlfriend who'd be moving to Bristol with him. Uh, happy to talk about how he, he knew, you know, moving from Colchester United up to the Championship is... It's a big jump from League Two and basically saying, you know, he knows he has to prove himself now. That's what the transfer is all about. Is he going to be big competition for Jamie Patterson? Is he going to be Jamie Patterson's backup? Is he going to play out wide? He says he can play out wide. What do you reckon? Another sort of versatile attacking player, isn't it? I think it's going to be very interesting. Got a lot of those. Yeah, to see where he fits in. You know, Callum O'Dowd is still here. Mm -hmm. Jamie Patterson... Andreas Feynman, where do you play him? Do you play him up front? Um, Marty Watkins is still here. Hakeem Adelikan. And now you add Sammy Smodics to that mix as well. He says his favourite position is number 10. You know, that's a lot of similar players. I think we're going to see some outgoings for sure. And, yeah, maybe some of those guys you mentioned are going to be under real pressure for their places. Maybe Lee's going to give them a bit of... Uh, uh, the chance in America to impress him one last opportunity perhaps players like Hakeem and Marty Watkins yeah I think it'd be fair to, f- fair to assume Marty Watkins yeah he's played a lot of under under 23's level last season yeah Hakeem again yeah hasn't really done too much maybe needs a loan maybe maybe him and Walsh and yeah I, 
by the way, is 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 our understanding again on on loans that the club are going to try and arrange a few things before they go to America. So we're expecting some news on. Yeah, it would make sense to take them to America. What, what, what date do they go? Uh, not sure. I assume the tenth. Uh, well, they're going from the eleventh to the nineteenth. So it's a week. They've got a week so, to sort. So by the time I talk to you next week, we should know if some players have got out. Yeah, yeah. I think there'll be things announced over the next few days. Really, is Sammy Swadix good enough? Well, that's the big question, isn't it? But I would say, and uh, like people kind of assume because we we broke the story that he was signing for Bristol City definitely, and we said that Leeds were. In for him, and people Apparently, assume... Apparently, yeah, there was, a, there was a little bit in that, but not much, I heard. Oh, OK. Well, what we were told was that Leeds were, were made a late play for him. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, not too sure how strong, but they were interested in him. And I think that kind of shows the level of club that were after him. Obviously, he turned down the move to Peterborough, um, as Darren McAnthony had revealed. And we, I think it's fair to say there were some, some other championship clubs in for him as well. So... Yeah, there, there was interest in him. So but he said to me that he only wanted to come to Bristol City. Yeah, yeah, interesting. It's interesting, isn't it? You know, do you know what that was? Well, he said it's just the place he wanted to come. He was impressed with Lee Johnson. He was impressed with the setup, liked Ashton Gate, that sort of thing. You know, um, yeah, I believe he made his debut at Ashton Gate. Actually, oh right, I don't, so, don't, don't recall him saying that, but he probably did say that, and I forgot because I've got baby brain. That's my excuse. But he also said that he remembered Lee Johnson really well from when he played against Oldham. Ah, okay. So <laughs> it, 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 it's something that stuck with him. Something about Lee Johnson that stuck with him, and he was really impressed with him. So mm. I think Lee Johnson plays a big part in bringing these players in. Yeah, the way he speaks to them and the way you know the things he has to say to him. You can imagine sitting down with Lee Johnson, and, and you'd want to sign for him. Well, I want to sign for Lee Johnson. Well, yeah, I mean... He talks good game. He does, he does. I think Bristol City, as a whole proposition, you can everybody can see, yeah, you can see the way the club is going. I mean, I was reading today about Sheffield Wednesday, Aston Villa and Derby County all needing to sell their grounds to meet financial That's fair crazy. play. But there's no problems like that at Bristol there's City. There's no financial and, problems as far as we know. No, exactly. Well, there aren't any whatsoever. And, I mean, they've banked that £13 million, which... I have to say, by the way, we understand that that fee is a lot more. I don't know. Have we discussed this one already? No, it's Lloyd Kelly. Lloyd Kelly, yeah. What I heard was that fee goes right up to above £20 million if everything comes in. What, so if he goes on to make an debut? Yeah, absolutely uh, everything. Appearances. Yeah, £20 to £21 million. Pounds wow. So, yeah. Um, and they've also, I mean, we haven't come on to this yet either, but we probably will do. But Adam Webster... Yeah, we're about Ima- to come on to it. Yeah, <laughs> imagine if they sold him. That's another huge fee. But, or even if they hold on to him and sold him next year, you know, they've got no problems at all. Financially, they're fine. Right. And this is this is what I was about to come on to you about, because I want to talk about where this, this goal score is coming from. I want to talk about that in a minute. But also about Adam Webster and what's happening. Because if Aston Villa come in for you, Premier League club, yeah, OK, I know they might have a few financial problems, but they're a Premier League club. He's played against them last season. He's seen what sort of outfit that he are. they are. He's seen Villa Park. It's very, very impressive. Bottomore Heath, it's an amazing training ground. It's better than Bristol City. It must be so hard not to have your head turned. And I know we can say, OK, Bristol City put their foot down when it came to Aidan Flint and Boom City a couple of summers ago. And they said no to the 10 million. This isn't 10 million. This is way more. So are they... Able to say no to that sort of money? Well, yeah, I think they can. They they've shown before that they they what, 20, they 25 do. million, 30 million? Not maybe not that much. No. Where's uh, well, the limit then? Well, they'll have a price tag, won't they? I mean, thirty million. I thought the price tag was. That's what I've heard. 
Yeah, we've we've said thirty million before. However, the last things we heard were that they might be a bit more amenable on the price tag. Twenty five, and they might, you know, yeah, they might sell for something a bit less. This market but, is crazy. But I don't think I personally don't think they should can entertain anything less than thirty because I think there are some there's some big moves to come. If and I've, I've been banging on it about this for a while, but Harry Maguire, if he moves for eighty ninety million pounds. And we could easily see well, Leicester looking for a ball-playing defender. Manchester United and Manchester City apparently reportedly offered £70 million for exactly, Harry Maguire. Yeah. And that was turned down? Mm. I mean, ugh, the market is crazy. What about this little domino effect for you? They sell Maguire. Yeah. Uh, then they go for maybe, if not Webster directly, because he would, somebody said this to me the other day, he would be a great um, Brendan. Brendan Rodgers signing. Yeah. Um, he's a ball-playing defender. Yep. But even if they went for someone maybe like Tarkovsky or or, yeah. or Dunk from Brighton. Mm-hmm. And, um, what, and Webster goes to Brighton or Burnley? Possibly. Then suddenly there's a knock-on effect. So I think Bristol City should not do anything rash. I know they won't. I tr- we, I, we, we have to trust them here. But they always I, say they won't sign. They won't let a player go if they, can't, if they don't have someone better. But who's better than, I've said in my comment this week, who's better than Adam Webster you, and Calibre to replace him? You're not, you're not going to find that in the Championship. And not with a month to go. No. But what you could do is, the, is what you have to consider. What about if they then splash 15 million quid on Brits on Malonga and 10 million quid on Adam Webster's replacement? Somebody like a young, another young and up and, up and coming centre back, like maybe Jordan Story of Preston or Ben Davies of Preston. Yeah, I remember when he won a story when he was at Exeter. It's um, it's fascinating because that was my next question. <laughs> ah. Does that lead on if they sell, then they spend big bucks on a striker? I think I think that's the only maybe reason why you, why you do it. I know they wouldn't <laughs> want to stand in his way, but but let's with Flinty. They did they did say, listen, give us another year, effectively, didn't they? And they 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 put their foot down. Webster's better than Flint. Um, and they said, we've got this price. If you don't meet it, then he's not going. And it'll be the same with Webster. They'll say, they'll say this is the price. If you don't meet it, he's not going. wonder what he wants to do. Well, our understanding is he's happy to stay at Bristol City. But obviously, he'd want to play in the Premier League. And I, I, somebody, what we heard was that he, his wages would be quadrupled if he... <laughs> If, if he made How the can move, anyone so. say no to that? You know, you, it's, it's really... This is football nowadays. He only signed last summer. Just back to Villa, though, and you you might know on this, mm. obviously, but can they? Have, would they be able to afford him? Because if they're bringing in Mings and they've just signed Target, haven't just, they? Yeah, Wesley. A, I don't really know why they want Webster because they would have such a good centre-back partnership if they have Mings and Courtney Hawes. Mm. Well, where's Webster fitting into that? They'd be the... And then, you know, they've had other players. I mean, if you look who they had last season, uh, Tuan Zabi was a fantastic player for them as well. I think he's gone back to Manchester United now. Yes. Um, but it's... I just... I don't see maybe where Webster fits in. Maybe they're just chancing their arm. Maybe they're putting a bit of pressure on Bristol City just to see what happens. It might be worth keeping an eye on what happens with someone like Esri Konza at... Um, at Brentford, he was linked with Wolves. I think that's been played down now, but he mm. might be available. Maybe Villa switched to him, or um, so. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's going to go through. To be honest, and it's all gone a bit, little bit quiet on that. Maybe the next 
few days are, are probably pivotal because certainly Bristol City wouldn't want to be losing someone of, of Webster's importance as we get Time's closer ticking. to the start of the season. Yeah, yeah exactly. if they take so, him to America, as far as they're concerned, is he staying? I think I think something's got to happen basically before they go to America, really, for... Otherwise, I, I just think they'd put his price up. And I would as well. I would say suddenly, sorry, if you don't do it by the end of... Um, but would they say that? They probably wouldn't even say that, would they? It's, it's an unsaid thing. And if they don't want to lose him, why would they say that? Or do they have to say that to make themselves very clear? If you don't come to us by the 9th, 10th of July, then he's not going anywhere. That's what happens. It's my understanding. Well, obviously, really? um, wow. you know, Olus, the Olympic Lyonnais um, chairman, mm. basically did that recently, speaking about, like, selling... I am Dombele to Tottenham, so it happens. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's fascinating, isn't it? Striker-wise then, what about Eddie and Kitia and Kitia from uh, Arsenal? Is that loan any closer to happening? Because I understand it's the ball's in Arsenal's court, isn't it? It is. Basically, Arsenal have to decide whether they're going to let him out. I, th- I think that's a long shot, if I'm honest, because there'll be so many clubs in for him. He obviously almost went to Germany in January. There's been a, a bit of talk about maybe Charlton in for him. I, yeah, I... I don't fancy City's chances. I know they like him a lot, and they yeah they would re- really like to bring him in, and he'd probably add that little sort of bit of cutting edge that they need. But I think it's a long shot, so we'll have to see. So who's more likely in terms of they they need one? They need a goal scorer. I know we've got Antoine Semenyo, Saiku Jana, uh, Andreas Simon can play at the middle. Yeah. Obviously, he's still got from Marginio and Matty Taylor. Yeah. You've got a lot of players there. Also, Jamie Patterson and Sammy Schmodix could play that yeah, number 10 position. if they're playing that formation. But who out of them is 20 goals a season? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Really, they want, they, ideally, Bobby Reid back. I was, back that, you but, read my mind. Could it? Could no, it happen? No, 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 it couldn't. Because, Absolutely not. Well, Cardiff's just aren't going to let him go because... So, for, he, 10 million he wants to Cardiff. Mm. Adam Webster goes. What if Bristol City say to Cardiff, we'd like Bobby million. back? Well... Here's fourteen, fifteen. Well, maybe Cardiff would think about it, but I can't see it. I just don't think. What? Why would Cardiff let him go? Even if he pushed for the move, because himself? he's not an Ill Warnock style of player. I think. I think we'll see that he'll play a bit differently, Warnock, this year because obviously it's a mm. championship. I, for me, I think Cardiff are going to be the team to beat this season. By you the way, think the they're, they're yeah. the yeah? I, I, I thought the, the buys they made weren't necessarily the best for the Premier League, but I thought they really cement them sort of being in a strong position saw, this saw, season. I that Curtis Nelson went there, which is an interesting defensive Yeah, Will, Will Vokes is a... Is a um, is Vokes, isn't it? Yeah, Vokes, the, Vokes from Rotherham. Yeah, he seems a, a good little pick-up there yeah. for them. I, I fancy them a bit more than, than maybe Fulham. And uh, It's amazing what Fulham spent and came straight back down. And, of course, Joe Bryan's part of that team. So, yeah, OK, so where, where are we looking for this striker? Well, I'm going to float this idea. Okay. They don't bring one in. Because, don't bring one in. Because... Nah, that's for me, if they don't bring one in. Because you need... We've been saying this for a while. They need that sort of guaranteed quality. But it's just very difficult to, to bring someone Britain's in. Britain's some longer. Yeah, but he's 15 million quid. I don't, I don't think they yeah, can afford him. Yeah, he's 15 million. Okay, but if you, want to make, if you want to get to the Premier League, okay, we know that they want to sell their way to the top I know and they've done brilliantly with Lloyd Kelly they've still got the money let's not forget from Aidan Flint Bobby Reid and Joe Bryan so surely there is 15 million to spend there is <laughs> I, I'm not so I know sure that's very la- simple, <laughs> I'm not so sure I know they've spent 8 million yeah, <laughs> would, would agree with you my, my other reading is I think there's something we haven't heard about yet 
Um, Is that possi- a we just don't know about? Yeah, possibly a player abroad or something. There's some rumours, aren't there, at the moment? That what, maybe, Lois that, that maybe Lee Johnson has gone abroad. Well, he was yes. scouting in Portugal. Well, we um, heard on Wednesday morning that he was going to Nice. Yeah, so I, I don't know if that's confirmed or what, but it's a rumour going round. And, and, yeah, he has definitely been to Portugal watching players. He's, right. Um, so... And we have heard, actually, that they have met some very big-name sort of agencies abroad as mm-hmm. well. So I would, really wouldn't be surprised if they are maybe looking outside the box. And mm. what about that RB Leipzig sort of tie-up they had earlier in yeah, last season? Yeah, he went out there shadowing. Yeah, working with um, Paul, Paul Mitchell, the uh, sporting director over there. So maybe they could use that, I don't know. But mm. I think maybe someone from abroad might be more likely at this, at this point in time. I will watch this space. Who knows? Might be another six players by the time we come back this time next week. Um, this weekend, it all starts again, Gregor. You are on the road. You're going to Hallen. This is the community game. And tell me, who have you been speaking to about this game? I caught up with the Hallen AFC chairman, Lee Fairman, just to hear about whether those guys are ready for Saturday's big game. It's the Bristol City community annual game between one of the local sides and Bristol City that always acts as the curtain raiser to pre-season, if you like. Can you have a curtain raiser to pre-season? <laughs> but, uh, a pre-pre-season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, they are ready and um, they're looking forward to what's going to be an important match for them. Yeah, how are you doing for Saturday? Are, are the tickets still available or are you guys sold out at the moment? Um, the tickets are still available because um, we're also selling tickets on the, uh, on the gate as well. Uh, due to the fact that we, we had our capacity checked and we, we quite, um, got quite a large capacity compared to some of the other clubs that have done it. So we're going to have tickets available on the day as well. Brilliant, brilliant. So, uh, and you, you guys are ready for hosting Bristol City? Uh, so they could possibly bring down £8 million Thomas Callas from uh, who they've just signed from Chelsea. Yeah, well, we've been hoping they were going to release that um, just to help with, with ticket sales and everything because it seems like everybody's been... Um, you know, interested in, in him signing. Um, so yeah, we're uh, we're all ready. We've had a we've had a major sort of two probably about two months worth of, of volunteer work in the ground, um, tip top, and it, it it looks sort of probably better than it's ever looked. Um, so yeah, we're super ready. Still a few things to do, but um, we're getting there. And is this, this match is pretty important, isn't it, for for you guys? I think I was reading on the site that it's going to help you out financially after some tough times. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, the, the community trust and ourselves obviously go halves on any profits made um, for a grassroots club like us. It's, it's a massive sort of boost for us. Um, we went after, we've been trying to get the, the community game for a couple of years now. Um, it was obviously our turn this year. Um, and like I say, yeah, it is, it is a massive thing for us, but not just financially, um, because there's obviously lots of things to pay out as well um, for the day, because obviously we're not used to having a, a big crowd like we're getting on Saturday, but also... Um, it's also a good chance to, to put our facilities and our setup, you know, on display for lots of people that probably not only don't know where Hallen is up until Saturday or have never been down there for, for football. Yeah, how have you guys been doing in, in recent seasons in the uh, Western Tool Division? We've um, we've had a, we've had a couple of um, in the recent years a couple of managers um, have come and gone, which hasn't helped. So we've been um, at the lower end, which is unusual for our club. But um, last year we sort of stabilised when Ray Johnston came in and got back up in the you know the halfway of the table, and we're really looking to push on this this year um, and get back to to normal sort of ways that we we have, we've had prior to the last few years. Yeah, sure, sure, good stuff. And I know a lot of the other 
local clubs when I've spoken to them before. Occasionally they have any some sort of city links. Somebody maybe used to play for City at some level or maybe maybe some link to some of the coaches or anything. Do you, do you guys have any existing city links? Anybody maybe who's, who's ever played at any level with the Robins? Do you know what? Not at the moment. We have done in the past. Um, unfortunately, our, our link at the moment would be for Bristol Rovers. Um, ah. Our manager, Ray Johnston, um, actually played for the first team. Um, and we've got another couple of players that were with Rovers, um, you know, in the, in the youth now. But yeah, so, so our main link would be with Bristol Rovers, unfortunately. It's always great, this community game that happens each season. Um, I remember when Portishead played a few years ago. and Each season it happens. Are we having a Johnson Cup this season? Gregor? There's nothing... Mentioned at the moment. It's, Surely they'll play Torquay. It's a bit surprising, isn't it? No, yeah. no, they will. They will when they get back from America. Maybe can they squeeze the, in. Yeah. Only one game at home in the whole of pre-season, which is mm. Crystal Palace on the twenty seventh. Mm. Strange. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose Hallin. Hallin's basically the same city, so that counts. Get the pitch ready. Maybe it takes a bit of time to. Yeah, maybe twenty seventh of July. That one. Uh, look forward to it. Okay. Uh, well, enjoy Hallin. Your first. Your your season begins on Saturday can you believe it it does it's round again God, here we go we'll be back next week reflecting on the Hannon game see if we learn anything see if we see any of these new signings see if we can pick up any information and Gregor will be down there as well and hopefully grab a word uh, with Lee Johnson and things as well before they jet off stateside Gregor's not going who have you upset uh, uh, yeah um yeah, just personal commitments, can't make it. But Gutted. We have got a freelancer out there, so we will we have be the bringing you the very latest. Fantastic. We'll be back next week if you're listening on iTunes. Uh, thank you for listening, and please rate and review us. Robins on the Wire.